So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. Have you ever looked critically at the industry you're in and thought, this whole shebang just needs a massive, fat, juicy shake-up? Most of us have. In fact, most of us are in business because we've seen a gap and we think, do you know what? I reckon I could fill that gap or do a better job or I just see a small proportion of the clients and customers who use that particular thing and I don't think they're being served the way they could be. So we start something. And usually it's a small something, not small for us maybe, but in the grand scheme of things, not like industry shaking either just our corner of the world like jiggling a bit but not Brunka in Jack Misich. Brunka set her sights on the superannuation industry can you imagine and then proceeded to launch something a little left of center something that had never really been done before can you imagine that something that had never really been done before in a world where there are no original ideas, where everything's been done before in some kind of fashion. And really, like, how quirky can superannuation get? Well, this today is a little bit of that story and a little bit of just how different one idea can be because Branka and her team decided to build the first super fund specifically for self-employed Australians and the entire concept turns around the linchpin element that is community. Welcome, Branka. Oh, thank you for having me. What an intro. <laughs> I love, yeah, well, I've got to, I've got to make you feel like super comfortable and adored. That's my job. <laughs> so I really oh. want to know about the moment that you actually decided to do this particular thing. Like, tell me how that all happened. That is such a good question because you know what, Jay, we quite often talk about, um, you know, as with any startup, you've got your ups and downs and you know when when you're in the downs we quite often talk about goodness had we have known <laughs> being able to look forward into the future that this is what this ride was going to look like would we actually have embarked on it um so I guess there was yeah in the beginning there was a little bit of naivety a little bit of oh you know we'll take this on but we didn't actually realize what that was going to look like but um how it all started was I um I'll take you back a little bit before the gig super story I am I have my own business and um I sell art prints for kids rooms and when I left my day job and was only working in that business I actually um I did a lot of things right, but I also did a lot of things wrong, as you do. You kind of wing it and you find out and you learn and you you go along. But probably the worst thing I got wrong was my super. Mm-hmm. I, I made zero contributions when I was out on my own. Yep. And honestly, it was because I just had no idea what I was doing. None. And I remember the first year um, that I sat down with the accountant and, and I said to him, oh, you know, I've done this stuff and, you know, at the time I, I wasn't earning enough for like GST. So we kind of got that out of the way, but I said, Oh, I haven't, I haven't made any super contributions. Am I going to get fined? And, <laughs> and all he said to me was, no, that's it. 
that's it. Oh, that's all really? No, yeah, but yeah. You, no, not any like no, but maybe you should. No, no. and and I understand like, accountants. You know, they kind of can't. They're not allowed to lead you, which is fine. But you know, he could have said to me, "Hey, just you know." factual information like this is what super means this is how it can benefit you and these are the things that exist and here is how you actually do it the process you know no he just said no and that was it and so I was kind of I was like oh okay well I'm not gonna get fined then yeah okay and I went and I went on about my business and and kind of um yeah just ignored my super and years later when I went, when I met Peter and Marty, my co-founders, and and they actually they they approached me because it was it was their idea to to build a fund for self-employed people, but um, they needed someone. My background is in UX writing, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody to um, you know do all the content like for the for the platform that they were building and website and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And. I remember that first chat when when we met up and I was like, oh my goodness, this is what I needed. This is what I needed <laughs> back um, back in the day. And so for me, that was it. It was really that moment where I was like, okay, cool. I absolutely see where this fits in. But then also I do have a little bit of challenger in me, a little bit of like, <laughs> oh, and look at this industry. <laughs> <laughs> There is opportunity here. And I think, I think also, especially from a, um, you know, when it comes, when it comes to self-employed people, especially soloists, you're a a one person band Mm. and, and it is a whole different ball game and your business is your baby and it becomes part of you. And it's, uh, it's, it's everything. And so, I think it's a it's a different way that you also need to respect that customer and talk to that customer and give them what they need. Um, just as an industry, I, you know, the superannuation industry just in general does not cater hmm. to that cohort of people. And yeah. so I think it was a combination of those things that led to here. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have a team, you have um, two other co-founders with you. So tell us about the other two people on uh, your team. Tell us, tell, tell us about the crew and like how you all came together. So they found you, did they? Yes, they do. So they are finance guys. Okay. Through and through. Yeah, right. Okay. They have <laughs> yeah. the numbers. You always have to have the numbers and then the words, people. Like that's just how the world works. Absolutely. Actually, one of them is more of a numbers guy and the other one's more of like an engineer. Right. And awesome. then, and and then I sort of come in from the people angle, mm-hmm. I guess, um, because you know adore them as I do. <laughs> they're not necessarily; um, they just don't have a background in you know understanding people and mm-hmm. how to connect and how to you know listen and take those insights and feed them back in. And so that's we we actually work amazingly as a trio. That's and awesome. and sometimes I think how how the heck did we come together? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the three of us. But then um, you know, over the last well, over, over twenty twenty actually, um, we've also built out a small but mighty team. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm actually the most proud about is that 
the majority of those people actually came from our community that yeah, nice. started building. And yeah. there were people who, you know, followed along um, along the way. They, um, one of them actually was a customer before she, long before she even started working with us. And, and so it's been this real um, mash of, I guess, understanding the need and mm. to be part of the journey. And I just, I don't know, feel, fills my little Enneagram two hearts. <laughs> Adorable. So, so you sold art. Do you still sell art prints online? Do you have you still hold on to your other business? I do. I do. I do actually still have. It's it's called One Tiny Tribe. I'm just going to shamelessly plug it. Oh my god! I'm. Have you listened to the podcast? I'm all for shamelessly plugging. Self celebration. Shamelessly plugging. Yes. Charging appropriately. <laughs> like the the triangle of what makes Jade happy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, well, no, I do. I do. Um, I do still run one tiny tribe, but I guess, you know, <laughs> building a business of this proportion has kind of taken a lot of my time. Mm. And, and, and it's funny because when I started, um, when I started one tiny tribe, I was working somewhere and I'd gone on maternity leave and I started that business. So it, it was essentially a side hustle. And then I left that day job and then I was just doing one tiny tribe. So it was my full-time gig. Yeah. And then I went back into um, working with a team because I just loved that business and wanted to be part of that. So it became a side. And then, so it kind of, it goes between being my full-time job and then being my side hustle and then being my, like, but yeah, I do. I, I, I love it. I still run it. It's just at the moment, I'm probably not pouring as much effort into it. As How I fabulous to have something that's so flexible though, that you can, you can do that with it though. I oh, think that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So part of your messaging, <clears throat> sorry, we're into all the copy already, but you've just mentioned that you were a UX writer. So now I'm like, yay, let's talk all about the words. Um, is that freelancers should expect more from their super in your in your copy on your website you say you should expect more from your super fund than just to be charged some confusing fees each month only then to get a letter in the mail once a year about how your money is doing you should expect support engagement value adds and business reinforcement so you can become even better at what you do you know genuine help so your business can grow <laughs> do you like have you gotten any flack <laughs> Or the shade and the side eye that messaging like that um, kind of throws in the general direction of like, I don't know, just about every other superannuation business company. Um, do you know what? I, <laughs> I it, The thing is, all of the other super funds are mainly focused on employees. Like mm -hmm. that is their, yeah. that's their core audience. And when you're an employee, it is a different journey. Yeah. Because you actually can rock up to a job, tick a couple of boxes. Yeah, you never think you about it. You really just never have to think about it. No. And mm. and I guess that also is part of the problem because often mm. what happens is your super gets treated as not your money mm. because you are so disconnected from it. Mm -hmm. When, when you are an employee, but, you know, just to go back to that whole, um, you know, other super, like they do a great job, the other funds with, with who they're serving. Yes. You know, because, because it's a, it's a different system, but when you're out on your own, because you were most likely an employee at some stage, I know, I know people, especially these days, more and more, you know, people go straight from uni into having their own thing, but mm -hmm generally you probably did have a job somewhere you probably were signed up to a super fund by an employer at some point mm -hmm. um but then you go out on your own and 
for the most part, most people have just no idea, no idea how it worked when someone else was taking care of it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and over there, super does tend to just be your super because when you're an employee, you know, your, your company is giving you benefits in other ways, like whether that's, you know, um, professional development, whether that's um, even sick leave and all that kind of stuff, there's still benefits that you get as an employee. Whereas over here, when you're kind of trying to do everything on your own, um, you know, a super amongst other things should be something that supports you on that journey. And I think that's, that's where we kind of come at it from, because at the end of the day, what it comes down to, Jay, is we know that if you don't do well in your business, you're not going to put money aside for your super. Like it's that simple. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. So how how do you, like I, okay, so I know a little bit because I kind of checked you out when when Jess first reached out to me, who's one of your, um, I don't know, community engagement people. Um, So I kind of checked you all out and I was like, oh, I like the way that they're kind of angling this and pitching it. But how do you, how does the brand work? with that kind of little bit outside the box to get that message across because you use like some different platforms and some different um, some different ways to reach the kind of people that you know that you want the brand to work with. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. That's so all I your secrets. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, and I guess that's sort of my UX background, I think yeah. it comes from wanting to first and foremost understand who we're building it for and we did we did actually do a lot of um you know user testing and stuff as we were building it and got feedback from the community and that's where we started with the whole community piece as well because we didn't want to build it in a box Mm. which (laughs) which is how it often how, how products often get built yeah you know, that somebody sees a need, but then the actual product gets built in a box away from the users. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. Um, and so part, you know, part of the community piece in the beginning was to get as many insights as we could. And, but then through that, um, you know, there was there was other learnings that came along the way. And, and I guess also having been a, an ideal customer myself, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I, I innately probably understood where our audience hangs out. Mm-hmm. And when I say our audience, again, you know, it's one of those things where you want to attack everything all at once. But mm-hmm. for the moment, like there are there are still places we definitely have not ventured yet we plan to go. But, you know, for the moment, I think I remember one of our original chats in the beginning when um when I said to the guys, I was like, Oh, hey, you know, we're 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 gonna do this thing, and it's on Instagram, and I've, you know, connected with all these people, and they were like, "We're a super fund." <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> on Instagram? And I was like, "Yeah, that's where our audience is. Like that—that's who I've been talking to." And they were like, "But we're a super fund." 
I love it. I love it. Your, your your Instagram account is awesome. It's really engaging. It's so interesting. And so what I love about your Instagram account is I've met so many amazing people through the comment section of your Instagram feed. Um, like I got a message yesterday saying, oh, we're both presenting at the do-a-thon for Gig Super and blah, blah, blah. And I just read your stuff and like, let's be friends. And I'm like, hey, that's so cool. I love it. It's a, it's a become a really little nice little spot to find other people and check other people out, which is what Instagram's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and that's such, that is, that is such awesome feedback. <laughs> I, lo- oh, I love hearing that because we, we do actually put a lot of effort into yeah. community um, yeah, because at the end of the day, and, and I think that's probably the other thing, when when you're self-employed, it can be super lonely. It can mm. be super lonely. And we go online and we, you know, we go to find our people. Yeah. Yep. But depending on what we do, we might be part of maybe a couple of communities, but, you know, designers are sitting over there and PTs are sitting over there and copywriters yeah. are sitting over here. And it's such a disparate workforce because yeah. there is no central place. and so part of what we're trying to do is you know look it's one of those big audacious goals but it is create a self-employed community which is which is huge but you know (laughs) well it's it's working for me and like shout out to the pink cow social lady because she was just like slid into my dms all like let's be mates and um and i was like oh i love this that's so cool like i've i'd never met her before and now we're buddies so that's nice. So I don't know if you, like, I don't, I know you said you might've listened to a couple of other Socrates episodes, but I know um, that your people have read my gig super partner interview answers. So you've probably figured out I'm a people who identify as women centric um, yep. at Chris Copy. And I notice a lot of your supporters, partners, even the folk who are teaching business skills in your free workshops, like the up- upcoming do-a-thon that you've got and the people in the People slide into my DMs Um, and the people in the comment section, a majority share is represented by women freelancers. So do you, did you expect that? And why do you think that super is so important for women to really get a good handle on? Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I don't think we expect it. And actually on on the on the other side um you know member wise it's probably a bit more balanced than it maybe right. in terms of our community yep um and 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 sometimes i have um i have spoken to people and and i guess it must be coming across in our brand but we we kind of get told oh you're for you're for women you know solo soloists or women in business and Absolutely, yes, we are. <laughs> but um, but but we also by no means claim to be just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but That's I really think, interesting. Yeah, but I think it. I, I I think what has happened there, and and it's probably just my you know pe- piecing it together from from really a bunch of things. But I think w- what we try to do first and foremost is break down the complexity. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is so complex. And honestly, Jay, in my experience, when I speak, <laughs> when I speak to men and women about it, mm-hmm. guess what? Both have exactly the same problem. Really? It's overwhelming and it's confusing. And I don't really get it. Yeah, right. But honestly, mm-hmm. the way that they approach it 
is so different. <laughs> I, am generali- I am generalizing, of course. Oh, yeah. But- yeah, that's okay. That's allowed here. <laughs> yeah, but, but it tends to happen yeah. that men will kind of approach it in a, oh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, cool. Uh-huh. And, and, and then as you kind of dig deeper and ask a few questions, you know, when, when I've been doing market research, for instance, very quickly you get to, oh, actually, uh, actually, no, I don't know. Right. Yeah, right. The approach okay. is, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, I know. Whereas women honestly automatically go to, I'm not a finance person. Yeah, tell um, me what I need to know. Yeah. Or, or, or even worse, like where I, where I just want to hug people. <laughs> where, oh. Whereas I'm bad with money. And I'm like, yeah. no, you're not bad with money. You've just told yourself you're bad with <laughs> You're not bad with money. And, and you've probably, you know, looked at this big beast that is superannuation and, you know, perhaps it was littered with jargon. Perhaps nobody really told you anything like me with my, am I going to get fined? And, you know, yeah. and so you just kind of naturally go to, oh, but I'm not good with money. Yeah. And I really want to break that. I want to, I want to break those misconceptions and I want women to feel like, you know what? All you need is a plan here. Yeah. You totally can do this because guess what? You run your own business. You, you know, probably do a bunch of other stuff on the side. Maybe you're a carer. Maybe you're a mum. Maybe you're, you know, doing three businesses at once. Like you're, you're incredibly savvy. You've gotten this far. Super. My goodness, you've got this. Yeah. You just need somebody to remove the complexity for you. Yeah. Oh, that's, Yeah. I think you. Well, I think you're doing a really good job. Um, obviously, because I invited you to tell us all about it on the podcast. Do you? Is there been a favourite moment so far since you actually launched? Um, how how long ago did did you officially launch? So we launched in January of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then was there? Has there been a moment in the last year where you thought, goodness, like all of this worth work has just been worth it? Like, tell us about the highlight. Um. Oh. I have a couple of highlights I would say I think um one of the one of the big highlights for me is the work we're doing with partners mm-hmm. um like we're doing with you and some of the other partners I, I I love what we are building together because it's like like in that little um snippet that you read out earlier in our copy it's it's it, it's almost like, I don't know how to, but it, it, it's almost like a little ecosystem, for lack of a better phrase, yeah. because what, we, what we're trying to do with our partnerships is, you know, we, we look at it and we go, okay, here's a person who's out on their own and they need a bunch of support in all different aspects of their business. And then here, here is someone that they look, um, you know, look up to for, let's say, learning about Facebook ads, for instance. I'll just mm-hmm. pick them. And, and you know, that could really benefit their business. And we know that if they say we're going to take that course, that will help them improve their business. In turn, that will help them do better, earn more money and have more to put away for super. Yeah. And so we as, you know, we as a super fund, we could go, yeah, cool, ignore that fact and go, but we're just going to try and reach people by blasting Facebook ads at them instead. Mm-hmm. Or we could go, hey, 
why don't we invest in that person who's offering that Facebook course? You get the Facebook course as, you know, as something that you need. We'll pay for it, but sign up as a gig super member and start putting money away for your super, for your future self. So we will look after you as a customer. You will get something because you need that for your business to grow. And that business, you know, also gets something because we pay for it. Mm. And it becomes like a little, a, a little almost economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Fascinating. is fascinating. The first time Jess pitched it to me over the phone, I was like, sorry, start again. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Say all that again. It was like I don't, I've, have never seen, obviously things have been done similar to this in different kind of industries, but I've never seen it done the way that you guys are doing it. It's really interesting and I love it. I think it's so cool. So like and obviously we want to have balance. Um, I think balance is boulder dash, by the way, but let's go for truth-telling. If you don't mind sharing, what's been the hardest part of the whole shebang? What's been the hardest part? Um, <clears throat> probably the fact that this is such a highly regulated industry, which, of course, we want it to be because it's our retirement savings. So yeah. Yeah. 100% we want this to be an industry that, you know, everybody looks at and goes, mm, 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 like red tape everywhere, make sure everything is, is, is fine. So on, on that end, it works, but on, <laughs> on trying to innovate. In yes. Industry, yeah. It is really, really hard. Yeah. Really. Uh, and I'll be totally open and honest about that. It is, um, there's, there's just hurdles everywhere. Right. Right. <laughs> and, you, you know, you kind of, you want to do the right thing and try to do the right thing, but then along the way, some, you know, company somewhere might've done something. And if that's even remotely looking like that, then it's a big no-no. It's stuff like that. Yeah. And that, you know, it, it, it does tend to hinder innovation. Yeah. But again, well, yeah, who's not up for a bit of a challenge, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're doing a whiz-bang job of making something sound engaging and creative and creating this community around something where it's not really being done before, all while sticking inside the ironclad boundaries of whatever regulations you're having to work with. So, um, yeah, nice work. Oh, very, very nice work. Thank you so much. So oh, cool. You know what? And and moments like this where we're where we hear this kind of feedback, honestly, that makes it worth. That makes it worth it. All those times that we're sitting there, back our head up against the wall, for, you know, something that we wanted to do and couldn't. So, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming and talking to me. I thought it was really, it was a really cool idea. Like, I totally want to pick the brain of somebody who has started something that's so, like, different. Just so out, just so out, just unexpected in an industry where I was just not expecting it. I love it. So thank you so much for putting a voice to this incredible new brand, Branka. Are you sure you don't want to take us out with the May Day Be So Crisp? Oh, um, oh, what? Maybe I will. What? Okay. Um, yeah, go, go you. What, what? Um, what's the line? May your day. Yes, may your day be so crisp, as crisp as your favorite crispy thing. Okay. Ooh. Let me have a think about this. May your day be so crisp, as crisp as a cushy nest egg that you retire on. Oh, I love it. 
<laughs> Good work. Very nice and on brand. Uh, <laughs> this has been so crisp. My guest has been Brunka Injak Misich, which I have not pronounced perfectly correctly, but I did get her permission to ruin it at the beginning of the show. So she is the co-founder of Gig Super, Australia's super fund for self-employed people, based on the simple philosophy that you shouldn't need to be a finance expert to do super properly when you work for yourself. Thank you, Branka. Oh, thank you. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.